Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Never in the field of human conflict has so much been owed by so many to so few. Those powerful words from Winston Churchill were paid in respect to the pilots of the Royal Air Force and their efforts in the Battle of Britain, which took place between July and September of 1940. Now, like you, I'm familiar with the RAF, the Royal Air Force, but I mistakenly assumed that all those pilots were British. And perhaps you, like me, assume the same. Well, as Lynn Olson notes in Last Hope Island, fully 20% of the RAF pilots who fought in the Battle of Britain were not British. About half their number, 250 in all, came from the British Commonwealth, uh, countries like Canada, Australia, New Zealand. And despite that, still many more were needed. And the RAF, much against its will, was forced to use pilots who had escaped to Britain from occupied Europe. And most of these European pilots were from Poland and Czechoslovakia. Now, for the purpose of this podcast, I want to focus on these pilots who were both a part of the Polish Air Force and fought for the 303rd Squadron of the RAF. Now, in the words of others, these pilots were absolute tigers, fantastic, better than any of us, magnificent. One said they displayed unsurpassed gallantry, but not at the beginning. At the beginning of the conflict, British officers were ignorant and unaware of the expertise of their Polish and Czech counterparts. They saw Czechoslovakia and Poland as remote countries populated by people inferior to the British. RAF commanders, for their part, regarded the Poles and the Czechs as being, quote, a rung or two lower on the ladder of civilization. Olson, she cites another author who says Britons lived in a state of superlative ignorance. In other words, they were so much better than everyone else. Now, added to the cultural ignorance was the, the scorn the Poles received because they had been defeated by Hitler. And the Czechs were looked down upon because um, they hadn't even defended their country when the Germans occupied it. But what the scornful British officers failed to realize was that some of the Polish and Czechoslovakian woes stem from the fact that the British and French betrayed the Poles and the Czechs back in 1938 at the Munich conference. So British commanders displayed a certain condescending attitude toward the Czech and Polish flyers. Listen to this. At one point, the Poles were ordered to ride a fleet of oversized tricycles each fitted with a radio, compass, and speed indicator in flying formation around a football field. As they rode, they were directed to interceptions from an operations room at the top of the bleachers. The indignity of it all infuriated the Poles, skilled veteran pilots being forced to ride around the field on trikes. Now these were tough times for the Polish squadron. The pilots of the 303rd you have to put yourself in their shoes. They objected to receiving orders from British officers whom they considered, rightly so, arrogant and condescending. 
And in some cases, they were receiving orders from officers who had never even flown in combat as they themselves had. But by August 30th, the British had lost a hundred pilots in just one week. So despite the fact that they weren't trusting the 303rd, and they didn't believe in the 303rd, and they weren't going to let the 303rd fly right away, they finally gave in. The Battle of Britain was so intense that the 303rd Squadron got their opportunity to fly. And fly they did. Olson writes, Now, after 12 months of anguish, anger, and frustration, the time had come to begin settling the score. She writes, Shortly after taking off, the Poles hurtled down on the surprised enemy like avenging queries. In less than 15 minutes, six of them had each shot down a Messerschmitt in the skies over South London. And while the squadron would go on to compile a brilliant overall record in the Battle of Britain, it's doubtful that its contribution was ever more urgently needed than on their first day of combat. You know, the Polish pilots proved their mettle over and over again, and even more so, they won the respect and the admiration of their British counterparts. One British historian wrote, even though it was equipped with the hurricane, the least effective of the main fighters, the 303rd Squadron was by most measures the most formidable unit fighter on either side of the conflict. And having seen that, they began to be described as absolute tigers, fantastic, better than any of us, magnificent, pilots with unsurpassed gallantry. But not at first, and while not at first receiving such accolades, they won them in the end. Listen to this. In only six weeks of combat during the battle's most crucial period, the squadron was credited with shooting down 126 enemy aircraft, more than twice as many as any other RAF squadron during that time. Nine of its 34 pilots qualified as aces, flyers who had shot down five or more enemy planes. One of them, Josef Franziszek, who flew with a fury that no other flyer could match, was the RAF's top gun in the battle, with 19 kills to his name. Franziszek, as it happened, was a Czech, one of the pilots who had escaped to Poland after Munich, but from the day he arrived there he had allied himself with Poland. In the days after the German invasion of Poland, he had flown reconnaissance missions for the Polish Air Force and on at least two occasions lobbed grenades from his unarmed, open-cockpit observer plane at German infantry columns. In England, when asked his nationality, Franziszek invariably answered, I am a Pole. Proud to be in 303, he refused many invitations to join a Czech unit. In the opinion of a number of RAF pilots and commanders, the contribution of the Polish pilots, particularly those in 303 Squadron, made the difference between victory and defeat in the battle. Perhaps the most telling comment came from no less than Hugh Dowding, initially so reluctant to send the Poles aloft. Shortly after the battle, the head of fighter command declared, Had it not been for the magnificent work of the Polish squadrons and their unsurpassed gallantry, I hesitate to say that the outcome of battle would have been the same. Many years later, Queen Elizabeth II, 
would make the identical point. If Poland had not stood with us in those days, the candle of freedom might have been snuffed out. I love those words. If Poland had not stood with us in those days, the candle of freedom might have been snuffed out. And the Poles almost didn't get to fight because British officers saw kittens where they should have seen tigers when they looked at the Polish and Czech pilots. And I wonder how many tigers are among us and we don't even realize it. You know, cultural ignorance and personal prejudice can blind us to what's right before our eyes. I wonder how many right under our noses are fantastic, better than any of us, magnificent people of unsurpassed gallantry, but we miss it or we overlook it because of cultural ignorance or personal prejudice. I love the words of Proverbs 29:23. One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. You know, the pride of the British officers almost brought their country low. And at the same time, the humility of the Polish and Czech officers enabled them to obtain honor. And I want us to think about that for a moment. You know, if I'm on the other side of the equation, the one being looked over or looked down upon, am I willing to endure the humility of riding the proverbial tricycle around the field to prove my mettle to take part in the important battle in front of me? Pilots of the 303 were humble enough to endure that for the sake of achieving their goals. Do you see the tiger? Are you willing to ride the trike? Well, that's my thought on my walk with Lynn Olson and her excellent book, Last Hope Island, Britain, Occupied Europe and the Brotherhood that Helped Turn the Tide of War. As always, the question is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? Hey, before I sign off, I want to let you know that I have a new resource at onmywalk.com. I just posted an extensive review of Bob Herbold's excellent book, What's Holding You Back? Ten Bold Steps That Define Gutsy Leaders. Now, you can get that as well as sign up to receive updates on future offerings and podcasts on the homepage at onmywalk.com.